Wow, we finally made it to Vermilion City. Oh, hip hip, hooray! I'm gonna go find the Vermilion City gym right now. Uh-huh, Pikachu, what's the matter? You feeling hungry, little buddy? <laughs> I guess we're all a little hungry. Hey, let's eat and catch up on the podcast. <laughs> Hey, I'm Veronica Taylor. And I'm Rena Taylor. And this is The, the Trainer's, Trainer's Guide. Guide. Today's episode, Electric Shock Showdown. Welcome back. We're at episode 14. Hey, babies. Good to be here. <laughs> Great to be here with you too, Search. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to be like, hey, hey baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> so funny. I do think, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Serge is... Um, Pretty great in this episode. Yeah. He Lieutenant Search. Yeah, he's like what? Kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger ish. Yeah. yeah. With a New York accent. Yes. And a fully unbuttoned shirt. Yeah, with his dog tags on. Yes. Anyway. Hardcore. He totally is. He's amazing and it's a great performance. Yes. Um, but first, we're in Vermilion City. Ash My gosh. And his friends finally have reached Vermilion City After just two as weeks. we have finally. Come home for a minute. Actually, after two weeks as well. Longer than that, but I yes. I know, but like our last junket was kind of a two-week-ish mindset. And yes. we're home now. So yes. that's kind of an exciting parallel. We have reached a destination, as have our heroes. Yes, except I did look ahead. And the next episode is them on the the St. Anne, the cruise oh, ship don't one. don't get ahead on that. And, and I'm just telling you guys now, we're not going to be on a cruise ship no, next week. That's so true. don't expect that. <laughs> our, our journey isn't that similar. I, although I did, this is one segue, I heard about this cruise that is a year-long what? I think it's a year-long cruise. Oh and my they're, gosh. they're letting like 700 people or a certain, obviously a certain amount of people, and they're going to be on this cruise ship for like... A whole year or something. Wow. That's kind of uh, similar to going to the moon or being yes. in one of those biospheres yeah. for such a long time. Because you, gosh, what, I guess when they dock, they can get more food. But wow. Yeah, you are getting on and off. So. I don't think I could do it. I don't think so. Two weeks is enough for me. Even that's enough. But think of all the stars you would see. Maybe. Out to sea but also, every night. But also they have like all the fairy lights and stuff out on the... Out on the dock, the deck with the pool, and I don't know. I feel like I, you'd I don't see know. stars. I, I would so. go for that, but maybe not for a year. Yeah, also, we'll talk about that more next. What step, is not similar is that we have showered and our heroes yes. have not. They start this episode off filthy. Yes, and Pikachu is filthy, and they're all starving. They all need food, so they decide to go to the Pokemon Center to recharge, refuel. Um, and that's kind of where the story begins. Yes, Nurse Joy takes Pikachu and says, I can fix it up. Yeah. Meanwhile, and don't you think I'm prettier than the other yes. Nurse Joys? Which is just a very funny, you know, they, they all know that they look the same, but I it, love that. And Brock's aside where he goes, I do. I'm Was really he, ready. Yes. I keep thinking that he is going to be more girl crazy, but he's not as like girl crazy as he is in the later episodes. With the heart eyes popping yeah, out. Yeah. This is, yeah, he's just very normal. But you know what? Maybe but it's funny. just because they haven't actually gotten to know him yet. 
<laughs> so maybe as he as he gets to know everybody in the group, he'll he'll relax and become more himself. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. So while they're at the Pokemon Center, they're seeing all these Pokemon getting rushed in. And we find out that that's because they've all been beaten by the gym leader, Lieutenant Surge. So once Pikachu is all fired up, ready to go, well, kind of. Pikachu needs a little bit of convincing to get there um, because it's afraid of what's going to happen to it when it fights. They get to Lieutenant Surge's, and he is huge. Yes. He's a very big guy. In this episode, we're dealing with big problems as well as big people. That's true, actually. Um, I think it's interesting that Pikachu doesn't want to fight and or battle, I -hmm. think. Battling seems to take the edge off the fight. But um, And Ash says, don't worry, you'll win, but has no idea what Surge looks like or what Surge is capable of other than all these Pokemon in the Poke Hospital. Yeah. And once I get there, the thing that changes Pikachu's mind is that Surge is is basically saying that Ash and Pikachu are very inexperienced and Pikachu's little. He calls it a toy a lot. Yeah. And I think that makes Pikachu, you know, it needs to defend its honor. Right. And And stand up for itself. Isn't that one thing where when you are bullied, oftentimes you do start to fight back? Yeah. Because you want to stand up for yourself. You hope others around you stand up for you. It wants to prove that it is worthy, a worthy opponent. Right. Which is not always advisable. Yeah. But in this case, Pikachu goes ahead to battle Raichu. We find out Surge has a Raichu. And he, Raichu is the next evolution of Pikachu. And we find out that Surge evolves most of his Pokemon like right when he gets them. And that's his idea of being the best Pokemon master is that you have to evolve your Pokemon right when you get them. Right. So that they can be to use the all of the attacks. Yeah. Exactly. The strongest they can be. And Ash says something along the lines of, you know, that's not the that's not the only way that you can do it. So already we have two kind of differing opinions on how to how raise, to be a trainer, yeah, how to how be to a raise master, your mm-hmm. Pokemon, how to be kind, yeah. even, which yeah. I think comes out in the episode. Yes, um, but but both of them feel that they're doing the right thing for the Pokemon and for themselves. Yeah. So. Yep, and th- then Pikachu fights Raichu or battles Raichu and gets pummeled, and yes. even when Ash decides to call it and calls Pikachu back, Pikachu refuses and wants to finish out the battle. And gets just kind of really, really beaten That's by That's what Raichu. they said. Pikachu's getting pounded. Yeah. Uh, because Team Rocket is watching the battle through the window. Yes. And I think that they, they're so taken by Pikachu's chutzpah, as it yeah. were. You know, that, that it, it is really ready to fight for its own honor and ashes. And it... They kind of go, well, if Pikachu loses this battle, what's the point in us trying to catch it? Because it won't be like the strongest, the strongest Pokemon. And that's kind of the reason why they've set their sights on this Pokemon in particular. And Meow says, well, why don't you just catch Raichu? And they don't take that. Not at all. They just go, come on, Pikachu, you have to win this, which is so funny. They're very dedicated as well. Is it? the same as a teacher who sees something very special in a student and even though the student is failing or has temper tantrums or mm-hmm. i don't know isn't showing the same promise to others when that teacher really focuses on that one student they often do come around 
and become their very best. So it's yeah. with that support we That's all can true. grow. I will say that reminds me. Remember when I was in um I think it was I think it was ninth grade or no, I think it was tenth grade and I was taking algebra two trig and I was really failing that class and I just I couldn't I just had no idea how to do it. And my teacher once sat me down after he was like Romanian, I think, and he 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 was like, Rena, I don't understand. How how are you not getting this? And I said, I'm so sorry. I just don't I just don't understand. I I don't know. And he goes, I just I don't it's not that hard. How can you how how is this happening? And he was very concerned, even though there was nothing he could do. Well, the concern <laughs> is not the same as teaching you other ways to look at the problems and learning how to do it. I know. He goes, I just, how do, I don't understand. It, how are you not getting this? Well, with the right teacher, you yes. often can unlock your hidden and unlimited potential. Yes. And that teacher was not the right one for you. He wasn't, but his concern did did make me want to try harder. And then when you got the right tutor, you did yes. learn it. Yeah. So <laughs> I it think we learned hard, something there. But, you know, I think you've got to always be compassionate and understanding. Try to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Right. Even if, for him in particular, he he just couldn't actually figure out why I wasn't doing so well. That's right. Um, well, you needed some people like uh, Misty and Brock. Yes. When Pikachu was back in the hospital, they were so concerned and said... They think he's injured. His it Pikachu's spirit was yeah. injured. Yeah. That I think it because it failed and lost. It was hurt both mentally, physically, yeah. and spiritually. Yeah. And Ash and Pikachu are very similar in in that they're both quite stubborn when they put their minds to something. And so that that kind of is shown in this episode where you know Pikachu now having been beaten by Raichu, wants to redeem itself and and try again. And in that sense, make itself proud and make Ash proud. And then Nurse Joy comes in and says, I might have a solution. I found this Thunderstone, yes. which can force a Pokemon to evolve, which yeah. is similar to uh, with your teacher. You know, the teacher had one way of doing something. Others mm-hmm. have other ways, and you have to find what works for you. Exactly. So Ash says, uh, hmm, I'm not really into this, but let's have Pikachu decide. Right, because the caveat with this is that, yes, okay, if Pikachu evolves into Raichu, it'll be stronger and maybe like a more capable opponent, but it will. it's an irreversible thing and Pikachu will never be the same because it will be Raichu then. And so this, the, I'm assuming the Pikachu's personality would change. Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, right? it is similar to just being a kid and having to grow up. I yeah. mean, we've been watching a lot of old movies, and you know, in the in the quote old days, kids had to go to work, mm-hmm. work in factories. All those movies with the um, newsboys yes. out on the streets, or the Bowery Boy movies. All of those, you see, kids are out being grown ups, and you do lose a bit of yourself when you're not allowed to just be a kid and yeah. learn along the way. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Ash is doing on his journey. He is 10 and he has struck out on his own, but he still is a kid and learning everything and making mistakes, but he isn't forced to be a grown-up. Right. And he decides that he doesn't want to make Pikachu evolve just to fight. 
Right. So just for battling, that's not how he wants to be as a trainer. And Pikachu says no to the evolution. And I think this is kind of a great Team Rocket's role in this episode is really as kind of narrating and reiterating what's going on in the episode. Because, of course, once again, they're peeping out of the window. And as they are watching, Pikachu jumps up and says, starts speaking, and Meowth can translate what's going on. And so we find out that Pikachu has refused the to evolve, and it doesn't want to change, and it's going to fight in the name of all Pikachu, and is going to defend its honor. Right. It's beautiful, I know. actually. And, and they're Meowth crying. And James start crying, and it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah. I love it. And they're, again, they're so supportive. Yeah. They are supportive of Pikachu, too, even though they want to steal it for themselves. But yeah, because they can gain. they love it. Well, yes. In a way. And everyone wants to gain from Pikachu. Yes. And so does Pikachu. Yes. <laughs> Very true. So they decide, okay, Pikachu isn't going to evolve. It's going to try again. And while it's regaining the rest of its energy, Brock comes up with this idea because he goes, wait, Surge said that he evolved his Pikachu right away. And what we learn later is that that means that the Pikachu has, or Raichu didn't learn all of the uh, attacks that it has to learn in the Pikachu phase. Right. So with that in mind, Ash and the gang go back to the gym to take on Surge one more time. On the way, they meet some cheerleaders dressed as kind of like a motorcycle gang. Yeah. Or I don't know. Leather-clad like police black, officers. All I'm black not sure. um, uh, train conductors. Oh. <laughs> they had kind of like conductory hats. Always <laughs> open to interpretation. Yes. Um, but anyway, they cheer on Pikachu, and Misty is the only one who recognizes that they are Team Rocket. Yeah. So Team Rocket, they come up, and they start to do their chant, and then they actually just do a cheer. Because they're just they're just supporting Pikachu in this episode, right? So excited, and, and then they, they leave, and then yeah, and then they, they run split. off. Yeah, <laughs> let's split. So after the cheer has motivated everybody for sure, um, we get to the gym and the battle begins again. And this time, even though Pikachu is getting defeated in the beginning, it bounces back and starts hitting Raichu with all of its agility. And it's running around, and we find out that Raichu is kind of a big, it's an actual physically bigger Pokemon, and it's too slow because it hasn't learned that that kind of attack. It's kind of this similar to jumping into a soccer game when you haven't done all of your training skills yes. and like the agility drills mm -hmm. that you have to do. So you start off when you're little, kicking a little ball around and running around the cones, and then you learn how to use your body and how to head and how to trap the ball. But mm -hmm. Raichu, in effect, has learned about that from a book and then yeah. just jumps into the battle. So Raichu's very talented, but can't beat the speed and agility that Pikachu has because it's little right. and it's using those skills every day. And in one last-ditch attempt to to defeat Pikachu, Surge has Raichu do a giant thunderbolt, thundershock, and it is giant. It knocks out all the windows in the gym. It destroys everything. And, and everyone's shocked. And uh, literally. Dust, yeah. Huh, uh, the dust clears, and we see Pikachu 
in a like karate kid style pose sitting on top of its tail and its tail has grounded it so it's be it blocked it deflected the thundershock we learned so much about electricity and conductivity mm-hmm. through these episodes Seriously. i think we've learned don't mess with it I know. Did anybody watch these episodes and go, oh, I want to be an electrical engineer? I hope so. I hope so, too, because it's quite inspiring, and you get a lot of knowledge, so you're really well-stocked with info. That's true. Um, But yeah, so Pikachu then kind of defeats Raichu because Raichu has run out of electricity because it shocked the giant shock was all it had. And I think as a, the final blow, it wins with a quick attack. Yeah. Which Raichu is incapable of, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And then, so Pikachu wins. Woo-hoo! Hooray. Ash gets a Thunder, Thunder badge. badge. I love how excited Ash gets in that. Those are my favorite moments when he is looking at the badge and then he goes, I got a Thunder Badge. <laughs> it's just like, I love it's it. just so, I just love those. And he twirls around and the background is like red, stripey, stripey kind or of rainbowy. Or, we use the that as inspiration for the cover for our podcast. Right. So. Because those are the moments that count. The wins, mm-hmm. even though getting to the win is super important. And also a lot of people have said that Ash doesn't win a lot. But he's been winning. He won this battle fair and square. So that's true. Maybe this is the beginning of the end. But I'm feeling pretty positive about his battling so far. And so is he. Yeah. He's very pumped up about himself. And this is the first badge that he's actually earned, that he's won fair and square. Fair and square, for real. I so. love how he says, it's all mine. And then yeah. he goes, oh, and you can share this too, Pikachu. Right, right. <laughs> he's like, Pikachu, I couldn't have done it without you. Right, which is really nice. And then off they go. Yeah, they head out, and Surge is kind of, you know, he congratulates Ash. He's not calling him baby anymore because that's Surge calls everybody who baby. he defeats baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. So funny. I love, and he's like, right you, right you, go, right you, <laughs> go do this. I just love his voice. It's so it was funny. Great. But anyway, so they head off, and, well, actually, they don't leave. They just kind of. Ash gets electrocuted by oh, Pikachu. Oh my gosh, yes. And in the they beginning, he, he says, oh, my stars, you know, I, oh, our lucky stars are with us. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he says, oh, now I see lots of lucky stars. Yeah. It's so cute. And the, yeah, Star ends, eyes, it's adorable. The scene ends with Pikachu just happily electrocuting Ash. Both of them and together. And they're just standing in the electricity <laughs> thing, and the electricity cloud. And then Team Rocket, head off. They head off into the sunset. And they and they realize, you know, oh, we only helped the guys today. We didn't actually try to catch anybody. But they go, well, maybe when we catch Pikachu, we can earn our own badges, which I think is so kind of bittersweet. I know they aren't winning much at no. all. They have dedicated themselves to thievery yeah. and trickery. And it's just kind of sad because that's by watching... Ash, really, and his friends in this episode, they kind of have a new thing to aspire towards a little bit. And I think that's sad that they that they don't have that opportunity. Yeah, I, I, yet, in that sense, least. it's their own fault. But it, it goes back to the use your power for good. Right. Because they could be doing so much more. Exactly. And they have set that goal for once they capture Pikachu. So I think that's another thing for all of us. Sometimes you have something that you want to do, but you 
put a blocker in the way where you say, well, once I get this amount of money, I'll do, I'll travel. Or once I, you know, have get this right. promotion, then I'll take a break or, and it, you know, I'm just using taking a holiday, but as an example, but any kind of a goal that you have, I think we all kind of put, put things in the way sometimes. Right. And it's a good reminder that Seize the moment. Yeah, you should try to follow your dreams however you can. Right. And Keep an them, eye on that. Yeah. And for them, this goal seems to be kind of a new goal. But even though if, if you if you have a new, you discover, oh, actually, I want to be doing this later later in life or later in your career, it's never too late to to chase your dreams. Yeah, dive in. Yeah. So anyway, it just made me kind of like, oh. Sad for them. Yeah. But they are really talented. They are. And they've got they've got great chutzpah. They've got great <laughs> costumes. And they can come up with the cheer really on on the Amazingly. spot. Which is quite exciting. I, I feel good about that. I, I know. I also wanted to just mention that I was listening to NPR, um, speaking of like following your dreams, mm-hmm. um, this week. And they had a segment that was just about kind of putting yourself out there and trying new things and which is really for Ash, Brock and Misty that all of this is quite new and they have just thrown themselves in but it's really good to keep in mind that when you start something whenever anyone starts something you're not always going to be that great at it Mm -hmm. and you have to work towards being better Mm -hmm. and that includes um, small talk, talking to people, getting to know others, making friends, creating a community, which is kind of what our little heroes are doing. Yeah. And, you know, for Ash, he wants to be a Pokemon master. And I think there's something, I should have looked this up before we sat down, but there's something of if you're going to be a master, you have to put in all the work. Yeah, but yeah. it's something specific of to achieve mastery in something, you have to get like... It's not this, but 150 hours you have to mm-hmm. do of doing that thing in order to be a master of it. And so that just kind of it goes along with what you're saying of you can't just overnight decide to do something and then you're amazing at it. Right. You've got to try and, and keep putting it out there. And we have, for instance, in this season, 52 episodes. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it towards your life, you have all these different ways of looking at the goal, the problem, the solution. And you can't just go down one road. You have to go on one road, veer off, hang out for a minute, go down another road. Sometimes it circles back. But ultimately, you're constantly learning, challenging yourself. And that's that's the only way to achieve being a good human, but Mm -hmm. also a master. Somebody else once, when I was in college, said that the only way if you if you get out of your comfort zone you expand you expand your comfort zone by getting out by getting uncomfortable you become more comfortable yeah. in the long run so I by think that's putting true. yourself out there they said it in a better way but by putting yourself out there and getting outside of your head getting outside of your comfort zone in the end eventually that your comfort zone will expand and then you'll, you know, you'll be comfortable there. And then you just, you've got to keep pushing yourself to do uncomfortable things. Right. But not, not if it's dangerous, but, you know, in a, you've got to make, know yourself and know, you know what, I think I can do this. It's going to be difficult or uncomfortable, but I can, 
I, I can do this. You give yourself the challenge. And I think some of the steps are with small talk, listening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. giving compliments along the way. One of the things in this, um, on the NPR segment, um, I was going to say article, but it is audio. Mm-hmm. So in the segment, um, they were talking about the fact that so many people are close themselves off. So you have your headphones on, you're looking at your phone, you're not really connecting with anyone around you. And you do need to keep reaching out because then it brings you out and you learn something new all the time. Yeah. Also mixing of age groups, which um, happens all the time on Pokemon. Yeah, totally. Because you learn something from people older and younger than you Mm -hmm. all the time. It really increases your ability to achieve So I think we've learned a lot from this episode. I think so too. My gosh. Like you said, big problems, big people. Yeah. Big solutions. Totally. And big gains. Big gains in the gym and out of the gym. That's right. (laughs) Evolve, man. (laughs) Hey, in my own time. That should be, Lieutenant Surge should make some merch and he should be doing things like, it's okay evolve at your own pace or, I don't know, he's got to make some good t-shirts because he could... He could really set up a side business. He would have a good side hustle. We'll have to work on that. But he would be the model, and they would all just be really tight because he's he so doesn't have a shirt buff. on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time for the Poke Wrap Up, where we hear from you, the Pokemon community. We asked you to send in your favorite Pokemon memories, stories, and inspirations. And here are a few of this week's. First, we have Lane from Pennsylvania. Since I was just four years old, I have always loved Pokemon. From the TV show to the video games, Pokemon was the one thing that brought me joy. And to this day, as an adult, I still can't help but love everything Pokemon. Growing up, I never had many friends. But it never bothered me because I was able to escape into this wonderful world full of adventure. Eventually, through Pokemon, I made several close friends and we were always discussing the newest Pokemon games. People may say Pokemon is for children, but to me, I think Pokemon is something for all ages to enjoy and helps to remind me of a happier time in my childhood. I don't know who I would be if it wasn't for Pokemon. Hi guys, it's CJ from the UK here. I just wanted to say one of my favourite Pokemon memories is getting to meet you both many times, many, many times over the years. Getting to see you interact with so many fans and have the same passion and enthusiasm at every single event and with every single fan is just absolutely amazing to see. I know it means a lot to the fans and how much you both care about everybody. So on behalf of the fans, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, It's a pleasure to see you guys every single time and just seeing what you guys do at events is amazing. Um, I can't wait to see your journey continue to more events in 2024 and the podcast developing over the year. Um, All the best for the new year and uh, hopefully get to see you both coming back to the UK very, very soon. Um, But for now, guys, take care. What CJ isn't telling you is that he is incredibly talented and that we know him from his interviewing and hosting of Q&As at many, many shows that we go to, many conventions that we go to. And we always look forward to seeing him as well. A big thank you to Lane and CJ for sharing your stories with us today. 
And we want to hear from all of you. Email us a short recording or write to us at trainersguidepod at gmail.com. And try to keep it short, maybe 30 seconds or so. We don't want to have to edit. Oh, and please include your first name and where you're from. Well, that about wraps up today's episode of The Trainer's Guide. And as they say, to be continued. We hope that you continue to join us on this journey that is The Trainer's Guide. As you know, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you're listening now. And if you subscribe, comment, and rate the podcast, it helps others find the show and keeps us on the air. Thank you so much in advance for your generosity and all of your amazing support. Trainer's Guide is a production of Boom Integrated. We are co-executive producing this along with the amazing Adrian Glover and the incomparable Robin Lai. I'm your host, Veronica Taylor. And I'm your host, Rena Taylor. And this has been The, the Trainer's, Trainer's Guide. Guide. We'll see you out there on the road. Bye.